Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by the dynamic duo of Benny and Steven, as always, as we go over all the things that are happening in week 14 of the NFL season. This is a phenomenal week of football. All 32 teams are playing. We have a phenomenal early slate, a good late slate, and really good primetime games this week, starting off tomorrow with the Rams against the Patriots in a must-win game for both teams, I'd say. I don't know if I said that in the podcast. I might have said something differently. But listen, I recorded these intros after the podcast, drank a couple Coors Lights, so forgive me if I uh, if I state the opposite during the podcast. Anyways, uh, thank you everybody that has been giving the support for the new name change. This has been uh, a really fun time with us or for us, and we are looking to grow this stuff. Our YouTube videos are going to be up in the next week or two. We're going to start doing YouTube for these episodes. I Stephen is going to be handling that department. He's studying for a test and doing a test tomorrow, so he's been a little bit tied up with that. But after that, we are going to be uh, full steam ahead going forward. And uh, yeah, thank you all for the support. So without further ado, I will take the time no longer. Here is Stephen and Benny. Hello, my <laughs> brethren. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Hey. How are you doing, Benny? Yep. Pow, right oh, in the good, good, good here. Okay. Pow, right in the kisser. Listen, we got a we got a very very heavy show coming at you. There's 16 games this week, God willing, unless COVID gets one of them out of the paint. There's only been one game canceled this year due to COVID replayed the next week, which is a very impressive feat. I will say this: a person that worked for the Ravens was taking pictures of Des Bryant dapping the Cowboys coaches up on the sideline. Mm, well, guess what? That was me. Oh, you you work for the Ravens? I worked for the Ravens. Yep. Oh, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Random Twitter account name. Um, it's, it's remote. It's remote. He ended up he ended up <laughs> deleting the tweets. I feel like there. I hope there's not an outbreak on the Dallas team, but uh, there. It wouldn't surprise me if there is. Hopefully there isn't. But all that being said, we have 16 games this week. Every team is playing, so we're only talking picks this week because my my brethren here both have uh, tests of wit in the morning. Benny with uh, his MBA and Stephen with his coding. I did not say codeine. He does not drink that. Uh, he does <laughs> not drink that purple drink. It's codeine. So uh, sounds the same. Sounds the same. Let's get it going right away. Let's jump right into it. Week fourteen. Um, oh, housekeeping. Last week I went twelve and three. Benny went eleven and four. Steve went ten and five. I won the week. Thank you very much. A little golf clap for me. Boo. Uh, boo. Birds are out in are out, are out in a flock. Uh, <laughs> the so peanut that gallery. Brings, that brings our somebody total, throw a tomato at this man. That brings our total record at this point through 13 weeks. Uh, Benny, you're in first place with a hearty 12 game lead, 125, 65 and one. I am in second, 113, 77 and one. And Steve, who came in late is 9963 and 1. You are uh, going to break the 100 game mark this week, Steve, uh, unless you unless you go uh, over 16. So, let's let's uh <laughs> let's let's get one of these right for you. Uh, although I think your win percentage is probably around mine, maybe a little better. It's close. Uh, last week when I did the math, I was like uh, 4% better than you, but like still 6% behind Benny. Yeah, I picked up two games on you. I think you need to re- redo those calculations, yeah. my friend. So Damn, um, that's a big difference in percentage between me and Sterling. Then, how are like ten percent apart? Yikes. Yeah, that's how percentages work, Mister uh, MBA. Ah, four <laughs> uh, plus six, huh? It's, it's tough. Yeah, that no, was off the top of my head too. So you might be you might be high, right? It's gonna be a tough road back, but guess what? 
It's week 14. We have four weeks left. I think I can make up some ground. I got some very controversial picks to throw at you. Starting out Thursday night football tomorrow night, we got my Patriots who, if they went out, have a 98% chance to make the playoffs. I think uh, was what uh, was uh, one of the analytic people I follow said. Uh, This is the game they have to win to have any hope to win out, obviously, because it's a game in front of them, but it's also their hardest game (laughs) remaining outside of maybe that Bills game. It's at the Rams. They stayed in LA over the the week after they played against the Chargers. The Rams are five-point favorites. The over-under is 45 and a half. I have not picked against the Patriots in the history of this podcast, and I'm not going to do it now. I, I settle this like this. Are you going to bet against Belichick in a must-win game? You might. I'm not. The only the question is, do I bet? It's uh, 2020, brother. Yeah, things, crazy things have happened. But I'd say this. Patriots plus 200 money line. I think I'm going to bet that. If I lose it, I lose it. And if the Patriots lose it, their season's over. But I, I do believe in this team. I think the defense is playing well. We're due for a bad golf game after last week's good golf game. And I think if the Patriots can force golf to beat him, beat them and commit to the run and stop the run, which is easier said than done. And the Patriots have been not that great in play action, but I, I do believe this matchup is, is pretty good for both teams. And if I, if I, I'm just going to pick Belichick over McVay, I think McVay is the second or third best coach in the league, but I think Belichick, uh, this is a must-win game. The Rams don't need to win this game. It would be gr- really good for them too, but they don't need to. So I'm going Patriots. Um, I have no no other reason to except that I really liked how they looked last week. And the Chargers aren't this, you know, God-tier team. They're really bad. But the Chargers were a two-point favorite in that game, and they got the brakes blown off them more than any team this entire season. And I think that the Patriots play better in December and in, and later in the season which has been shown over the past 20 years of of our reign as the best team in uh professional sports so i think it's gonna happen again and if i'm wrong so be it but i I do i do believe in this patriots team to to make the run and maybe they don't make the playoffs but if they go 10 and 6 they will so they gotta win here and i'm i'm doing i'm i'm not i'm doing it with my head below not my brain so this is this is a pick for the interesting this is the pick for the horniness of belichick my friends (laughs) He's a Zen master. What can I say? He's like, he's my, uh, that's what I'm trying to think of. He's, oh, he's, I wish you guys could see sure. Sterling right now with video. Cause he's fully naked rubbing his, rubbing his belly right now. Well, there's a good <laughs> there. Those are some erect nipples. Yeah. It's, it's very cold. It's very cold in his apartment. I'll say okay. That. That's it. <laughs> that's a bullet. All right. Anyways. Whoa. That's not a bullet. Okay. Listen here. Oh, uh, someone's lying. Guys, guys, Sterling was fully naked. (laughs) Extremely hard nipples and and just cracked open a normal can, not a silver bullet. I don't know what's going on. Is he hitting rock bottom? Can I defend myself? rock bottom? Rock bottom, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Rock bottom is uh, drinking skull vodka, okay? That's rock bottom. And you've done that recently, my friend. (laughs) He's having dreams about Bill Belichick. I'm going to tell you the truth. Here. What dreams? I go to Costco. I, I walk through the beer aisle. There is 36 Coors Lights for $23. I'm not passing that up. They don't need to be the silver bullet variety. Damn. That's but guess a good what? Deal. I bought 72 of those bad boys. So, yes, I, I am silver bullet list right now. But guess what? My beautiful girlfriend, she's going to the store tomorrow morning, Fred Meyer, and I said, stock up on the silver bullets. So, guess <laughs> what? I'm going to have both variations. Please. I did please. not say please. I did not say please. Yeah, you did. I didn't wow. say no. Sterling is, Sterling is not a wow. please guy. 
I say mental please sometimes. Mental abuse too. Mental abuse. Wow. Okay. I don't Anyways. say please. I say thank you. Thank you. Once, oh. Once okay. You expect it to be done, and then you say thank you. Okay. okay please yeah. and thank you, kids. I do not know what. Anyways, you're today, but you're picking the Patriots, Rams. <laughs> okay. The Rams are five right. favorites. The over/under is forty-four and a half. Uh, yeah. Who you got in this game, and why? I am taking the Rams uh, because I believe they're the better team uh, talent-wise. Um, e- even though you know we don't know what we get out of Jared Goff, I think that um, you know you you have talked before about that Super Bowl uh, where the Belichick masterclass McVeigh. Yeah, he did. Uh, but that was their first time meeting. I expect McVeigh and Goff to study that game a lot. Um, and have some obviously Belichick will throw some new stuff at him but um, you know they're all they're both a little more seasoned in the league I think they'll be able to um, execute their game plan and I think they're just the better team so I think that it's going to be a close game I'd I'd expect it to be a field goal game um, at most a touchdown game but I don't see it uh, being more than a seven point uh, or two score game yeah, I, I agree with that either way. I want to just say this before you do yours, your pick, Steven. There's only 18 players from that Super Bowl that they played only a year and a half ago that are still on the Patriots roster. Would you like to hear the list? Yeah, let's hear it. Ryan Hoyer, Sony Michelle, James White. No receivers, no tight ends. David Andrews, James Ferentz. I don't even know who that is. Shaq Mason, Joe Tooney. <laughs> Shaq Mason, David Andrews, and Joe Tooney are, are really good offensive linemen. But James Ferentz, I do not know who that is. He has not been playing much for them. Adam Butler, Lawrence Guy, Dietrich Wise on the de- defensive line. John Simon. And then cornerbacks, they have Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan St- Jones, Jason McCourty, and Devin McCourty. And then special teams, Matthew Slater and Joe Cardona. So uh, those are good players. But uh, the list doesn't That's include – still a pretty good amount. Yeah, and the list doesn't include some of the people that opted out and stuff, but it's eight, 18 players. That's not a good amount. That that game was, that game was literally three years. 2019. That game was played February 20th. Really? Yeah. So. Oh wow! Uh, wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Well, the most important one that isn't there, we know, is Julian Brady. Edelman, so. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, no, yeah, Brady's not there. Uh, Steven, give, give, I, that's just an impressive stat that I, that I just looked up that, uh, is what about the Rams? Do we know that the Rams have a lot more players from, from their Super Bowl run? Yeah, they have, they're basically running back the last two years. I would say this, it, that's just a testament to how crazy NFL roster building is. So, Steven, uh, who you got in this game? Uh, it's time to pick the Patriots. Because they beat the brakes off the Chargers, but then I remember that team is garbage. So I'll be going with the Rams. I think Goff will keep going. He's now in playoff form. He's not gonna have a bad game the rest of the season. Is wow. playoff form good or bad? It's good. Super Bowl version bad. Playoff version good. <laughs> I actually really like this Rams team. I, I I can't I can't reiterate it enough. That that the defensive coordinator. I can't the name. I can't recall it right now. But he has been. Uh, He's been probably the coordinator of the year, right? He's up there. Probably. He's got to be. That defense is – I can't fine. crown him if I don't know his name. I don't right. need to know his name to crown him. I'm giving him the crown. How about that? Crown All him. Right. Anonymous. You're welcome on the pod anytime, man, that I do not know. Okay. <laughs> uh, game of the morning slate. 
uh, I think this is this is my personal pick for the game of the morning slate. There's there's two options for this. It's uh, Vikings Bucks or Chiefs Dolphins, and I'm I'm doing Vikings Bucks because I'm a Tom Brady homer. Um, Vikings are six and a half point dogs at Tampa Bay, fifty one and a half over under. The Bucks are coming off a bye week. Uh, this is my, I think this is my lock of the week is Bucks winning this game by a touchdown. I, I they're coming off a bye. It looks like at the end of that Kansas City game, something clicked with the offense. They were moving the ball at will. And I truly believe, I have no insight, obviously, on this, but I think that during the bye week, I don't think Brady's vacationing and drinking margaritas. I think he's actually preparing for football still because he really doesn't care about it. He's hanging with his family, but he's not, you know, doing what a lot of players do on buys, which is go on a vacation or anything. Not this season, probably, but still, he's not partying. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. He's not partying it up. And Gronk also, Gronk also posts on Instagram. He's doing the bye week responsibly. So, uh, they're I all think, in. They're all in. I think. I think something clicked in that at that end of the Chiefs game. The Vikings' way to win is by running the ball. The Bucks' run defense is really good. Uh, I would be surprised if this is a close game. Although I wouldn't be surprised at the same time oh. because I've seen Bruce Arians coach football and it really is frustrating. So if they do what they've done against that the Chiefs in that second half and they translate that over throughout the rest of the season they're poised to have a deep playoff run so I have the Bucks winning this game pretty handedly uh knocking off the Vikings and pretty much out of contention in the playoffs and then securing their spot in the playoffs they probably need one or two more wins to make sure they get in it'd be good to get that five seed they can't really uh, uh lose any more games to make that a, uh, almost sure thing because the Seahawks are there now. And I think the Seahawks have a one game lead on them. So uh, I have the bucks here. I might be, I might be overzealous saying that I think they win by seven at least, but uh, I, I don't see how this is a close game. You're to make it a close game. You're betting Kirk cousins outplays Brady basically. And they still don't win, but you're saying Kirk cousins like is going to out, outplay Brady. I don't think that happens. Well, I think you are overzealous saying that it's going to be a, uh, blowout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the Vikings have been good um, the second half of the season. Um, they? They've been playing. Yeah, they, they, they've been winning games, right? And and early in the season, they were losing close games. Um, what do they start? 0-5? Can I remind 0-4? you real quick that this is their last four games? I know. I know they're not great opponents. But... Wait, can I, can I remind you real quick? They, the Cowboys beat them by three. The Cowboys, who are a bottom five team. They Go beat ahead, the Panthers going. by one point. They should have lost that game. And then it took sure. them to OT to beat Jacksonville, who is, by the way, if you want the Cowboys, what are the Cowboys? Three and eight now? Are the Cowboys three and eight? It, it took a last last minute drive for the Seahawks to beat them. So uh, the Cowboys, they had a chance. Wait, that's what had a chance earlier. to have a game-winning drive against the Titans. Yeah, it's early in the season. This but is their last looking- three games. Last three games. The Cowboys are three and nine. The Panthers are four and eight. So that's uh, 17. That's seven and 17. And then the, the Jaguars are one and 11. So that's eight and 28 is their combined last three opponents. And they've lost one of those games and won the other two by okay. four combined points. Well, if you want to talk records, the Vikings record is six and six and the Buccaneers record is seven and five. So uh, the, the Vikings, if, if they win, they're, they're, same record as the uh, Bucks, which I don't think you saw that happening. Um, I did actually. We we can go back and listen to. I said the dark horse to make a playoff runs. The oh Bucks. no no oh but but you thought the you thought the Buccaneers would be seven and five, 
and going into week 14? No, no you I probably thought it'd be. I said you that would be 16 and 0. <laughs> No, exactly. At the beginning of our podcast this year, you can go back and listen. I said, I oh, think yeah. that the okay. Bucks are going to go between 11 and five and 13 and three. And I think they go on 11 and five. They're going to win out. They have a very easy schedule for the rest of the season. All right. Well, I, I disagree that this game is going to be, I think it's going to be a close game the whole time. I could, I could be wrong. Of course, you know, the NFL is crazy, but I expect a close game and I do expect the Buccaneers to win. Um, I kind of expect it to be, Buccaneers are in control the whole game, but the Vikings never go away. Um, that's what I expect. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers, but you're also betting be on them because this is this is in my podcast parlay of the week. So um, you're also putting money. Oh, on so the we Bucs should all pick them. We, we should all pick them. <laughs> uh, you know what that means, folks? Reverse, reverse. Somebody better yeah, fade it. Fade it. Steve, what are you taking here? Uh, I'm going to take the the Bucks too. Um, I think the Bucks secondary is god awful and i think justin jefferson's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have 200 yards give him a touchdown too for my fantasy team you have justin jefferson he should be the rookie of the year i think i think he, he should. should i don't know why people are hyping up uh claypool if you look at the numbers he's by far the best rookie herbert? Uh, rookie wide receiver herbert's got good numbers but they don't win games and that that at some point that matters for quarterbacks you just talked about how bad the vikings were no, I'm saying. Oh, I guess for quarterbacks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for quarterbacks, the record matters more than a receiver or anything like that. But if you look up Justin Jefferson's stats, if he doesn't play another game, he's his stats are literally what are they? What's he got? He's got eleven hundred already. Yeah, he's a for yards. He's the fourth uh, wide receiver in the league. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he probably deserves he's it. The, <laughs> he's been one of the best rookies in the last decade for for wide receiver rookie stats. It's insane. Now Herbert's probably going to win it, right? Because he gets all the attention being the quarterback, but. Uh, we can't bet it on our service, but I'm sure Justin Jefferson's probably second or third. I would bet that in a heartbeat if, if, uh, if it was up for him. Uh, okay. This is the other game of the morning slate, in my opinion. Yeah, there's, there's one more good one, and the rest of them are pretty eh. Okay, so Cardinals and Giants. Uh, the Cardinals are a Hail Mary, a Hail Mary away from losing their last four games. They're slipping away. Cliff Kingsbury is losing control of that team. He's a terrible coach. Uh, they are a two-point favorite. His wife hates him. Does he have a wife? What else? I don't know. I think he has a bachelor pad. Um, they, the Giants coming off of probably the surprise win of the season. Benny is putting on extremely long socks right now. Are those <laughs> baseball socks? No, they're, they're regular crew socks, people. Oh, it looked when you pulled them apart, it looked like they were tube socks. Those are pretty long socks. Those are pretty long socks. Those are up your calf. Those yeah. go up. It's, your called, calf. it's called it's called pantyhose, Sterling. Okay. They go to your knee crease. Those are very very long socks. No, they don't. They go to the knee crease. Um, yes, they go. They go. They go uh, right under the calf muscle. That's where they stop. Nah, it stops at the knee crease. Okay, Cardinals and Giants. The Cardinals are still starting Cole McCoy. I actually think Joe Judge has been a, a really good coach. I, I kind of made fun of them when they hired him because I didn't think Joe Judge had the credentials to be an NFL head coach, but he's actually been really good. Um, he made a, he made a swap midseason for the offensive line coach. He hated how the offensive line was playing. He fired that guy, brought somebody in, and now the offensive line's playing good. So he's decisive. The players like him, and they're playing hard for him. That being said, the Cardinals talent is, is vastly superior to the giants. I do think that if Kyler Murray 
wants to uh, wants to make the playoffs. This is a game he has to win, obviously. I don't think they can afford to lose oh, another yeah. game. And I do think that the Cardinals take this one. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I, I, can't, I, I like the line, plus two. I think they win by a field goal, but I – I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. I think this Giants team's defense is, is very, very well coached and well disciplined and they make plays and, and they play within themselves and not allow and don't allow big plays to happen that much. So I like the Giants defense, but I just think I, I think Murray's going to be healthier this week and that will be the edge. Got the cards. Nice. Far from grace, though. Well, far from grace. We thought they were going to there was a chance they won that division and then they've, yeah. they've looked really, really bad the last couple of weeks. Another another example of look at these schedules. I mean, not the schedules; these uh, records. Cardinals six and six, Giants five and seven, only separated by one game. You know, and Giants started one and five, and I don't know what the Cardinals started, but it was a lot. I think they might have than, five and one. Yeah, seriously, they might have started five and one. Um, yeah, because they took the lead of the the division in the NFC West when they beat uh, Seattle the first. That game. was their first loss. Yeah, five and one. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, they've definitely uh, been trending down, falling downhill. The Giants are, uh, they believe, you know, they believe that they're, uh, they can beat anybody right now, uh, as shown by beating uh, the Seahawks with Colt McCoy. Um, I really like their defense. You're right. Joe Judge has done a good job coaching them. Um, I didn't see this coming, honestly. Uh, best team, her the team that I liked in this division uh, earlier that, that was playing bad was the football team. And they've they've came on, but now you actually have two two teams who can beat anybody now in the Giants and uh, the football team. You know they get those two teams get to the playoffs, they got a chance. Um, I really don't know what to make of this game, honestly. Um, but I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. I feel like back to back weeks against uh, two good NFC West teams. I don't think they win both of them in a row, um, but I could be wrong. So I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. Okay, Steve. Uh, Danny Dimes is supposed to be back this week. So I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, that's a downgrade. It's an upgrade. Wow. You don't just say Danny Dimes on the podcast like that. Okay. Uh, well, as is tradition, you got to tell us why, and we're going to chug. How about that? You got your beer ready? All right. Let's get it. Three, two, one. All right. The Cardinals are trending down. The Giants are trending up. I like the hot team right now. The Giants' defense looks much better than the Cardinals' defense. Uh, I like their offensive weapons on the Giants, a little underrated, and uh, Kyler Murray's not that good right now. Acceptable explanation. Ah. Good explanation. I agree with all that. I still like Kyler Murray. Um, okay. <laughs> the third best game of the Sunday morning slate. You can hop it up or down, wherever you want. I think the, these are the three marquee games. Chiefs at Dolphins. Dolphins plus seven. At home, so Chiefs are a seven-point favorite. 49 and a half over under. Boys. I just burped. Uh, we're going dolphins. That was disgusting, by the way. We're going, I'm going dolphins for this oh. reason. For this reason. He's making our picks for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're say? all going dolphins, I guess. No, no, I'm not making the picks for you. I'm making the picks for you. We gotta keep you out of the uh, in the cellar for the picks. Well, here's the thing with here's the thing with the Dolphins, okay? I I love Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores will employ the exact same strategy that he employed when he was. Do you love him as much as Bill Belichick? 
Uh, no, but it's up there. It's close. I think he, I think he's one of the one of the top six or seven coaches in the league, and he uh, has coached the hell out of a team that should not be this good. I think there's a few things at play here. Number one, the Chiefs. You know what this Chiefs team remind me of? And everybody, you all want to call me a Chiefs hater. Everybody does. I'm not a Chiefs hater. This team reminds me almost identically of that two was a 2011 Green Bay Packers team. Do you remember that team? Anybody here? We were all kind of young, but uh, if we watch, we watch football. Then it's coming off a Super Bowl win. Aaron Rodgers is at the top of his powers. They went 15 and one that year, and they promptly lost in the playoffs in the divisional round to the was it the Giants that year? Was that the year I'm thinking where the Giants beat the Patriots again and made me want to uh, go bald at an early age? Anybody know? Nobody. Benny's not giving any input whatsoever. No, I, I don't. I don't know why you wanted to go bald at an early age. That's kind of a weird. Uh... Made me pull my hair out. Made me pull my hair out. You got some weird fantasies. Well, here's the thing, Benny. Do does that track? (laughs) Does that does that uh, metaphor track? Basically, that I think this Chiefs team is kind of like that Packers team. They're again, they're the favorite to win it all. They have not looked impressive the last few weeks, and I could be very wrong here. They they can blow the brakes off the Dolphins, right? But getting a four point win. Okay, this is their last few games. Two-point win over the Panthers. They stink. Four-point win over the Raiders. The Raiders have played them really well both times and beat them once. Three-point win over the Bucks, And then a six-point win over the Broncos. Those aren't that impressive. Of def- you, I don't know how you can say this team is the run- runaway favorite when they aren't beating teams, beating the breaks off teams that they should be. They should have killed the Broncos last week. They should be killing the Raiders. They should kill the Panthers. And the Bucks. I, I think uh, they, should- they should not have let them back in the game. If they don't get that third down, the buck the Bucks get the ball back and they can drive and tie the game or win. I mean, the, this is a team that doesn't put games away. It's a team that's gonna maybe if if they I, I'm picking against them this week, but they're gonna go at worst 14 and two likely this year, right? So I just don't think this is a world-beating team like everybody's saying. Pat Mahomes is phenomenal. It's not him that's the problem. It's that they don't really have a great run game. The defense isn't great. And then Mahomes hones in on two players. And if you could take off, take out one of them or, uh, you know, bracket one of them. And I think Flores will do that at least this game. He has a really good secondary, right? Uh, Howard, uh, Xavier Howard is, is amazing. And they have, uh, I hope that's the right guy. I, I was trying to make yeah, sure. Yeah, Xavier Howard. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was going to say Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. <laughs> no, no, no. I was no, like, no. come on, what's the, what's the name? Um and I think the Dolphins play this game close. I'm picking them because I have to come back in picks against you. And if you're the Dolphins this game, Tua is starting. This is a game where you have to let Tua throw the ball more. You have to be – you need Alabama Tua. And uh, if you get that, I think they have a chance to win. And I'm just basing it off the chance. I think seven's a, seven is a uh, – would you bet the the Chiefs by seven at this current at how they've looked the last four weeks? They haven't beat a team by seven in the last four weeks, and this is a better team than three out of those four teams they played, right? So, I'm going Dolphins in this game. Yeah. No, I, I like that pick. Cover, but I actually, I actually think they went out right. Just, I think the Chiefs are bound to drop one of these close ones. Um, now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna also put an asterisk here and say I would not be surprised. If the Chiefs go up 21-0 or something, and the game's over. Taking a page out of my book, huh? Yeah, page out of your book. I would uh, Anything can happen, right? But I, I, for yeah. real, though, with the Chiefs team, I, I, they're, they're going to go one of two ways, right? Do you remember that Seahawks team? Uh, I can't remember the year. I think it was 2014 
or 20, it was either their Super Bowl run or the year where they lost in the Super Bowl, where they played all those close games and then they played the, the 49ers and they just beat the brakes off of them or, or the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. One of those teams where they just uh, played. Those uh, it was Cardinals oh, or yeah. 49ers. And I, I mean, I remember I, the year they won the Super Bowl that we said. I, it was either that year or the year they lost. It was the 49ers. It was the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I remember that game vividly. And so that, that's what I'm saying though, right? Like you could see the chiefs doing that in this game. I I'm just, I'm just yeah. doing, I'm just saying, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the dolphins are, I think Flores is a great coach. And, uh, and if anything, I think they can win this game. And um, I, it might be a look ahead for the saints too, or for the chiefs too. They play the saints next week, which mm-hmm. is uh, which is a really tough challenge. So I'm expecting that. Sorry for the long, long uh, explanation on that boys. Benny. Take no, it away. You're good. Um, I like that pick. Um, I'm, I'm not going to make the same pick because I'm not confident in them actually pulling it out. But uh, So I'm going to take the Chiefs for my pick. But uh, I definitely see the Dolphins keeping it close and uh, beating that seven-point spread because I like the defense. I think that it will be a good uh, test for the Chiefs' offense. Um, I think they'll be able to slow them down a little bit. but And they'll probably try to play keep away. Honestly, I don't think they're going to be th- – they're not going to be slinging it around with, with Tua because they know that if – everybody knows that if they get into that game with the Chiefs, you're probably going to lose, you know. So, uh, I see them trying to the, to execute the keep-away game and playing good defense. I think they can do that. But I, I they probably lose by um, one score once again. That's so, my problem then, the honestly. If they don't – if he doesn't play like Alabama Tua, it's going to be harder to win. I understand you're right. You're right. That's how that's how they're going to have to play. They can't let Mahomes get the ball back. But if they play two, I think it was two weeks ago where Tua was airing the ball out, or three weeks. When one of his start, one of the, one of his starts, mm-hmm. right? he got hurt. Where he looked great. Was it the Chargers game? I think it was the Chargers game, right? Yeah, it was. He got hurt in the Broncos game. It was the game against the Chargers where yeah. he looked vintage. He. Uh, never mind. He did not have that many yards. There was one time where I thought he looked vintage. Is a, is a rookie. Yeah, whatever. We're, we're vintage. Going vintage. Week two. Vintage. Like, vintage. Are you talking about high school? I'm talking vintage <laughs> from like his college. He's one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. His stats are. Yeah, no. His stats yeah, yeah. are insane. Um, Matt, is Mac Jones going to beat those stats this year? No. I don't think so. I don't watch much college football, but I think two is are better than his. Although he's been a, a breath of fresh air for them. Like he's been way better than what people expected. Oh, well, yeah. We're going to do college football when we do our, uh, when they do the playoff, right? That's when we talk about that. Honestly, that all right. we don't watch it, but we're going to pick it. Uh, Steve, you got the chiefs in this game. Or are you going with me? You riding with me or are you riding with Benny? I got the chiefs. Look, see my background. Oh boy. You know, you claimed to root for the Broncos. That's like your hated rival. I can't believe you. That's, that's blasphemous, honestly, from you. Yeah. That's like if I like – it's like Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jets and he's great. And I'm like, I love Trevor Lawrence. I like him. No, I'm going to fucking hate Trevor Lawrence if he goes to the Jets. If he goes to the Jets, I won't like him no matter what. I'll say – I respect him. I'll say he's a good quarterback. He ain't going to get my like. Listen, I, I love Tua. You're not giving him a thumbs up on Facebook? The Dolphins, huh? You're not, he's not getting the double tap on Instagram from you? No, he's I not getting like, your likes? I don't like his pictures. Hell no. He won't <laughs> – he can get it. He can get in any of those. Uh, Packers at Lions. We have four more games, and we're going to take a break. Uh, Packers at Lions. Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Fifty-five over under. Last week, I picked the Lions to beat the Bears. You guys both picked the. Or no, Steve picked the Lions. You picked the Bears, Benny. Um, 
I thought I was the only guy that got that right, which is why I was going to point that out. Um, I'm going to go with the Packers here. I think they cover the Lions won last week. It's the new coach effect, right? Everybody hated Matt Patricia. I don't know if you guys saw the burner account issue with him. Uh, yeah. If that's so, real or not. What? I don't know if yeah, it's real. Doesn't it's real yet, but it's Eddie P. Uh, Lions fan or something is the name. And oh, the name my God. Eddie P. Pat's fan was the old name. And his middle oh. name's Edward. And so it's Edward Patricia. And it's like father of three. Yes, three kids. I don't know if it's real, but it seems like it, it is might just real. be an extreme troll. That's yeah, that a could really be a troll. troll job because he's been tweeting backing up Patricia for years and talking crap about the players for years. And it's not like he just did it after he got fired. He was like, Matthew Stafford is uncoachable <laughs> and stuff like that. If you doing stuff like that. So uh, it's not oh confirmed or denied, but it seems like the players really hated him. And uh, I think Darren Bevel is, is one of the worst uh, good assist, as, assistant coaches over the last few years. I know you hated him, Benny, as the Seahawks offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. He was terrible. And I'm happy that they won last week because it shows that the team actually wanted to play. A lot of people had the Lions being competitive in this division this year, including myself. And uh, they have just been opposite of that. So uh, they got the win last week. They aren't going to get it this week. The Packers look like they're, you know, the, either the best, second, or third best team in the AFC or NFC. They're When they're playing good, it's hard to beat them. Aaron Rodgers is – people are giving the MVP to Mahomes – don't be surprised if Rodgers gets it. Like his stats are really good this year. And uh, I've been seeing is, more media buzz for Rodgers for MVP. So it's fun. been lately, lately this last week, especially because he had a really good game and uh, there it's picking at straws at this point, but I would not be surprised if it's Rodgers MVP. He's going to have another big game here. I don't think they lose another game this season. Um, I'm going Packers easily. And I think they're going to cover this too. Okay. By the way, um, by the way, uh, before you do it, there's so many, there's a scary thing here. I listened to another podcast, all my gambling podcasts. They're all advising against this. They get a lot of stuff wrong. So do we on, on bets. But do you see all these seven and a half points, six and a half point lines, things like that? You yeah. Two team, the six point teaser, you could do bucks, pick them. And then you could do Packers one and a half. That hits. Or... You, I mean, you guys like the Chiefs. I like the Dolphins. Regardless, if if you think the Chiefs are going to win, you tease that down to one point, and then add Ooh. add one other other one you're confident to. I'm telling you, every single gambling podcast I listen to, they're saying don't do teasers this week. There's going to be a crazy week because every week thirteen or fourteen super hectic in the NFL. Like crazy shit happens, and it's like that almost every really. Year. Yeah, so I'm just saying that these lines are looking very zesty to tease down, right? Oh, don't do it. Hey, teasers are traps, folks. I won all my teasers last week. I won all my teasers last week. Yeah, well, that's that's the worst thing that can happen to you. Okay, the worst thing that can happen to you is you winning money from the bookie. So uh, you you got got the Packers too, Benny? Yeah, I got the Packers. And I'm hesitant to say they'll they'll cover. I I don't – I mean, I feel like they just play close games with the Packers. I mean, That's I mean, why utilize the, the, the tease. Utilize the tease. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, true. But I'm confident they'll win. So um, give me the pack. Okay, Steve Packers. Yeah, the Action Network's giving this a D minus for the for the for the spread for the pack. So Ooh. no bet. Yeah. So uh, I, I like so Packers. put a hundred dollars on it. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I'm not going to bet them covering. I think they cover, but I'm not going to because I'm not going to bet that. I'm going to tease this and I am going to tease it probably with the Bucks. Is what I like. This has been my hit for the entire season pretty much is the Packers Bucks tease and I think that's the bet I've won the most. I've rode this all year and it's worked a lot. I I can't think of when it hasn't hit for me. So I think I'm going to do that again this week. Um, Okay. Another seven and a half right here. Titans at Jaguars. The Titans are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, The Jays have looked a little feisty the last few weeks. Have you heard uh, heard Mike Glennon's interview at the end of the, at the end or after last game, I think he said, we want to be remembered. We want the 2020 Jaguars to be remembered as a, as a grindy team or something is what he said. Are you going to remember the Jaguars? Are you going to remember them as that? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to remember. No, them. you're going to remember them as a team that lost 15 games to pick Justin Fields, probably. Yeah, you're not going to remember them as grinders. Um, no. This line's really low, I think. The Titans have been – this is a game, one game a year against the Jaguars. Derrick Henry goes for 250 yards against, against them, it seems, right? Has, did he do that in the first matchup? True. It, uh, no, no, I don't think so. But he did do that. Uh, I remember it, it was it feels like maybe like a Thursday night game uh, mm-hmm. when Jalen Ramsey was playing for them, and they literally did not even want to tackle him. Like it didn't even look like they were trying to tackle him. Like they just like <laughs> they like put their arms out to like grab him, and he'd just keep running. <laughs> I remember that. And talk talk about yeah. a fall from grace. The J I, we've we've discussed this before, but the Jaguars made the AFC Championship game. What was it? Four years ago. Yeah, it was no, it's three years ago. They did they be the pay the when the Patriots played the the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So that was a year before the Rams game. So this team was poised to be the they were a quarterback away, right? With with uh portals. Yeah. Their whole team's blowing up. Uh, they have some good bones on it. I mean, they have a few good they have some good players under under 25, 26, but it's insane how how piss poor they are. And Doug Marone's gonna be gone, obviously. Uh Obviously, I have the Titans here. I do not think the Jacksonville Jaguars want to win a game. The question is, do you bet the do you bet the seven and a half or do you tease it? I have the Titans. Who do you have, Benny? Um, I'm going to take the Titans winning. I feel like it would be idiotic to pick the Jaguars to win, unless you had some insider info. I don't know um, what that could even be. But um, Titans, I, once again, I'm not confident in a seven and a half spread because remember what i said on sunday the titans are supposed to beat a team they're kind of like the seahawks it's either going to be ugly and close or they're just going to outright lose so i'm i'm going to take the titans but i don't think they cover teaser teaser right here uh steven yeah give me the titans too Uh, i looked it up uh Derrick Henry only had 84 yards rushing last time they played. Oh, Stephen, congratulations! It's December. You, congratulations, Stephen! You are going to the fantasy football championship, my friend. Congratulations! It's, it's, it's going to happen. No, I think it is going to happen because now I'm looking Viking. We, you're playing Brandon, right? Dalvin Cook is probably not going to have a great game against the Bucks. They're Rushdie's top five, yeah, and then but I have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, so I think you're in a good position. Okay, I've, I would say I have three top ten running backs right now. Heading into this week, who's your other two? Uh, Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb. Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, I don't know about Nick Chubb in the in his matchup, but Aaron Jones I think has a big game. But okay, Broncos at Panthers. Uh, Panthers three and a half point favorite, forty six and a half over under. 
I, I don't really have much an- analysis for this game. I'm going to go with the, the Panthers. I think they're a better team. I think they're better coached. And uh, I'm going to go with them. McCaffrey being hurt and being out. He, I don't know why they keep trying to bring him back. They're not playing for anything. Their season's over. You might as well just re- – like he keep, he tweaked his hamstring or something, or his thigh. At quad, practice quad. Quad, yeah. I'm, every single thing on the leg besides his quad was what I was going to say. And then I'd finally get to the quad. His calf, his ankle, his toe, his, his, <laughs> his foot, hip. his knee, everything was hurt. And, ah, the quad. So uh, I'm going Panthers. Shin I, yeah, the shin, the shin. He got shin splints, turf toe. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Benny? All right. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to pick this one just different from you because I want to. You know, This is a toss-up game for me. I don't know what the hell is going to happen here. I feel like um, – they're both teams that ha- had a chance to be good, but aren't. Like, you know, Panthers offense, hey, it's a, it's, that's a good unit. Broncos defense, that's a good unit. You know, and Broncos offense, not impressive. Panthers defense, I don't really know anything about it. I know they got uh, Chin, who's like a, a defensive r- rookie of the year candidate. Uh, Were you aware that AJ Boye just got suspended for PEDs? <laughs> no, I, I was not aware of that. No, he's out. No wonder, no wonder why he's been playing well. But uh, he's on the, he's on the <laughs> juice. Yeah, yeah, it's a, I mean, it works. Who knows? Uh, but anyways, I'm gonna go with the Broncos just to differ from you. Hey, Steve, I see you've changed your background from uh, Patrick Mahomes to uh, Drew Locke. You're gonna pick the Broncos, I yep. assume. To the best, to the best quarterback in the AFC West. So yes, I picked the Broncos. Congratulations, boys. That is a that's a that's an asinine statement, Steven. <laughs> hey, I only spelled facts here, Benny. You don't need to fact check me. You know, there is an argument <laughs> that he's the third best, right? After uh I'd say he's as good as Derek Carr, honestly. On his good day? Just better than Derek Carr. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I, I do think that he's way below Mahomes and Herbert, obviously, but Derek Carr, there's an argument there. Derek Carr might be the future of Broncos QB. I wouldn't be surprised, sadly. Hey. I'll take it. Northern uh, California boys. Broncos QB? Yeah, you never know what Elway's gonna do. There's he he's gonna go after Derek Carr. Is he tall enough? I think he's six four or six three. I think that's good for him. He's gotta be he six. Yeah, he's gotta be minimum six three. Oh, he's six three. He barely makes the the John oh, Elway criteria. <laughs> he might be screwed. Okay, the final game before we take a break. <laughs> no, 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 no. Think about this. John Elway brings a QB in. It's, it's Derek Carr. He like goes, shakes his hand, and he kind of like. Like looking over him, he's like, uh, I don't know. He's he's a little too short. I don't want three quarters, sixteen. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> he, he has Let's to get a quarterback that's <laughs> at least at least six five because Drew Lock's six four. He he needs an extra inch. He's like, that's our problem. We need one more inch. <laughs> they have the yeah. second pick in the draft. They pass on just a game Cruz. of inches. It's a game of inches. Game Every, of blade inches. Of Every, blade of <laughs> Every blade of grass counts. Every blade of grass. Cowboys at Bengals. Uh, Cowboys are three and a half point favorites, 43 and a half over under, you know, my only question is why would the Cowboys want to win this game? They're one game out of the division. No, right. No, there's two or three now at this point. Right. Well, the giants are four and seven. They're five they're and five. Seven. Oh, they're five and seven. Oh, okay. Yep. Never mind. You're right. They're two. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys lost both games to the giants already. No, they have one game left against the giants. They beat the Giants. Ooh. Okay, and never mind. They beat the Giants. They did lose yeah, both games so, against Washington, though. So they're still in the hunt. They're in the hunt, but the truth is, is 
here's what they're going to do. Everybody in that division is in the hunt. Here's what Dallas until the very end, I think. I do not think Dallas is going to bring back (laughs) Dak Prescott. It seems like everybody in the media. You change your mind? Yeah, everybody's saying this in the media right now. They were eight and eight last season. Dak was wow. They were terrible. What what were they? Zero and three this season with Dak healthy. Um, yeah. the truth is, is he wants the 40 million a year and he's going to get it. And they've been talking about maybe him and San Fran, that'd be really good or somewhere oh, else. Yeah. They want a top five pick. They want to take one of the Kyle Trask, Zach Wilson, one of these people, they aren't going to get fields or Lawrence. They have a 20% chance at a top three pick is what is what uh football outsiders put them at, which they run a whole bunch of simulations on this. Speaking of simulations, good luck on yours, Benny, on your, on your, Thank uh, you. um, <laughs> I don't know what they're playing for. They need to lose. The Bengals also aren't playing for anything, but I don't know why I'm picking this. I just look at the Cowboys and I'm like, you know, it's the Andy Dalton revenge game. I don't think he's going to have much to revenge on. I'm going Bengals here. (laughs) Andy Dalton revenge game. (laughs) I'm going Bengals. I don't know. Okay. I don't think they're, I don't have much faith in this, but this is the truth. This is the worst matchup of the week. Both these teams are really bad. Uh, I think if you had Joe Burrow here, you'd have a 10-point Bengals win. So uh, I, I really do think the Cowboys, much to the dismay of, of some of their fans, I know that a lot of their fans aren't Dak Prescott guys, which is kind of odd. He's, he's been a great quarterback lately. A lot, yeah, of them, a lot of them are not big on Dak, that I know at least. And um, I do think that they're going to look at the last, the last season, look at this season and what, what he was putting together this year, and, uh, and say, you know, for the money, it's going to hamstring us all over. I, you're, you're throwing your hands in the air. I get you, Benny. I'm not saying it's a good yeah. strategy, but I do think that this is what they're going to, they were eight and eight last year with a very, very, very stacked roster, probably the best roster of the NFL last year. Realistically, the Cowboys, I think it was. Yeah. Their defense was so, was so much better than this year. Byron Jones is an elite uh, DB. And now their roster stinks that's in part to some of the contracts they've given out. I don't think they're going to be happy to give a 40 million a year deal to a guy coming off an ankle that was twisted around backwards. Now that's <laughs> fucked up. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's, that's proper or, or, or good of them for be for what Dak's done for that team. But I do yeah. think that's going to happen. They're three and nine. If they, if they, if they win four or five games, which is, that's what it's looking like. They're not a good team. Um, they're going to be in position to draft one of those quarterbacks that is going to be jumping in the draft, like Kyle Trask or, or, uh, or, or Wilson. Is it Wilson? It was Zach Wilson. Oh uh, yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah. There we go. I always forget the names of everybody except for Lauren, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Justin Fields. So, and Trey Lance, Trey Lance is the guy that I I'm, I'm saying, if, if you're not in the first two, take him, but that I think it's going to okay. be Wilson. It's Zach Wilson, well, right? Yeah, yeah, Zach Wilson. Jeez, <laughs> you just asked that. Anyways, yeah, I'm uh, five beers deep already. So, no, here's, the thing, here's the thing. I think that that would be a huge mistake by the Cowboys to do because Agreed. it wasn't it wasn't Dak that was the issue. It was the defense and probably the coaching, right? It was uh, you know, man, the coaching because they couldn't they couldn't manage big leads and they were giving up big leads and the defense was just giving up a a ridiculous amount of points and it's it's weird that, i mean you said there's some cowboy cowboys fans that don't like dak um i'm sure most of them do but you're just talking about the ones that you know and i think it's crazy to me i'm not a cowboys fan i'm a cowboys hater honestly i hate i love to see them lose but i love dak i love dak i think if he if the cowboys decide not to re-sign him 
Oh my gosh, that is the biggest, the biggest free agent signing of this offseason. And there's tons of teams that could use him. Your Patriots could use him. Uh, mm-hmm. The Vikings could use him. The Giants could use him because they're not going to have a uh, a pick to to take another quarterback. Um, the I mean, for cap purposes, there's Broncos. only about just every Broncos. Broncos. Every Broncos. Yeah. There's only about four or five teams Colts? that actually Colts. That's one of them. But there, that, that's basically it. You named you named five teams. Uh, the the Vikings can't do it because of Kirk's contract. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you're right on all, on the other five. I think that San Francisco definitely uh, could could take that contract because of Garoppolo's dead money. I, I think the Patriots could if they want to. I think the Broncos, I think I think the teams you named outside of the Vikings, there's going to be a market for them. Raiders, gonna, maybe? Oh, a huge market yeah. for them. He's going to get his money. Uh, Saints? Saints if they want to get move on from Drew Reese? Yeah. Well, he's going to retire, I think. But you're right. Yeah. Uh, their, mar- their cap is kind of different. I don't think they'd be able to because they have, what is it, 14 million in Hill? So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the caps. I don't know the. I don't know the cap situations. I know there's a lot of teams that have money tied up. I didn't mention those. Uh, like, but he'd be an upgrade for a lot of teams. Um, but anyways, this game, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys because I think that the which team has given up more on their season? I think it's the Bengals. They have a um, they have a young young coach who seemingly has job security and. I mean, these, these, these teams are like uh, sort of mirror images right now, except for the Cowboys actually had uh, expectations going into the year. The, the Bengals didn't have any expectations going into the year, and now they're in the same position. Uh, on their backup quarterback, starting quarterback is injured. Um, <laughs> one's three and nine, one's two, nine and one, you know. Um, but I think the Cowboys, I think they feel like they still have a chance at the division. I, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to pick them. Uh, I think both these coaches are fired after this year. Maybe not Zach. McCarthy should be. McCarthy yeah, should be. be. And I, that I was, was their biggest mistake was signing him long term. Yeah, I kind of I like that sign at the start. I was wrong. I think uh, I don't know if they get fired, but I'd say both of them should. If you're firing Zach, Zach Taylor, you know who should sign Jim Brady, the offensive coordinator for the uh, for the Panthers, who was the passing coordinator for the LSU Tigers with with Burrow. Mm-hmm. That's my personal good hire there. I don't know if they fire Taylor, but. I don't think he's that good. What is his record going to be in two years, right? I mean, maybe they had a bad team, but what was it, two and fourteen, and now he's going to go, you know? Yeah, I think you got to give him a chance with a decent roster, though. Next year, I feel like is his last chance. I guess Jim Brady's going to be off the table, though. Then he's going to be hired this year, I think. Uh, you taking the Cowboys, Stephen? Who you taking? I'm taking the Cowboys too. And you think uh, you think it's stupid they gave up on Dak? If they did. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to give up. If you work so hard to get, like, a good quarterback in this league, you, you kind of have to keep him, even if he's mm-hmm. not the best. Uh, I mean, the, like, the Vikings are all right with Kirk Cousins, but imagine if they had someone worse, they'd probably be, like, they, they would have way less wins. So you, you still have to fight. To, there's, there's a market out there for just good quarterbacks. So I don't think you let a good quarterback go. Yeah, Dak will definitely get a uh, team. I, I that's Especially what I was he wasn't. He was an MVP candidate before he yeah. got injured. You don't give up a good quarterback with the potential of being elite. Exactly. I, agreed. I, I don't think they should do it. I just think that that that's something that I would believe but they do. I think Jerry Jones. You know, you never know. He wants to win now. I think that he fears that if he gives a big contract to the quarterback, the second contract coming off an injury, it's going to hurt their chances. Which. Hey. 
the cap is what matters. We see. It I got like, a sneaky, a sneaky suitor for Dak. Sneaky. If That's the dol- yes, if the Dolphins don't think two is the answer, do they they have they have cap space, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that that's true. That's true. The last be a good pairing. The last free agent quarterback was. that was going to go to the Dolphins was. Do you guys know last big free agent? Chad Pennington. I don't no. know. Bigger than that. Drew Brees. That, huh? Drew Brees. Oh. And Nick Saban said wow. no because of his shoulder concern. Was, I think he had an injured shoulder, and then that's he was going to go to the Dolphins, and uh, Nick Saban said no, nope, wow. and that's why he signed with the Saints. And that was the end of Saban's NFL coaching career. Yes, Nick Saban resigned yeah. from the job, I think, in the next season, halfway through, to go coach Alabama, which is why when people are making a Mount Rushmore of coaches, you don't add those college guys on there. Do it in the NFL or don't get on the Mount Rushmore. Nick Saban, best college coach of all time. How's he done in the NFL? Terrible. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Okay, we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to do the last, uh, la- the last few of these games in our podcast parlay of the week. Be right back. If you're going to the store and you don't pick up one of these, or a pack of these, I should say, either the Coors Light Silver Bullets 15 ounces or even those 12 ounces, those little bullets, the mini bullets, I call them, uh, you're doing something wrong. I'm going to be honest with you. I pick these things up every time I go to the store. Costco had 36 of them for $23. You can't pass up that price. Uh, to pick up some of the mini bullets. What can I say? Don't blame me. Don't shoot the messenger. Coors Light needs to sponsor this podcast. Unofficial, official podcast sponsor of uh, Backseat Quarterbacks. Was sports with Sterling Backseat Quarterbacks. So uh, welcome to the ride in Coors Light. Can you send me some beer for free? It would mean a lot. Back to the show. Okay, we are back. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more games coming right at you. Uh, this is a great week of football. I like these matchups a lot. This is actually going to be a really fun week. So this is, I think there's a few more, I think there's one more early game and then the rest are afternoon or, or the night games. So uh, first to start it off, Texans at Bears. Texans one point favorites heading to Chicago. You know, the Bears should have won last week. They lost miserably to the Lions. The Texans actually probably should have came back and beat the Colts. The Texans are trending up. The Bears are always trending downward with Mitch Trubisky. But guess what? <sighs> I, I don't know what I what I feel in me in me that says I got the Bears, but I'm picking the Bears for the reason that I think that the Bears are a better team. The Texans have the better quarterback by far. Don't we don't need to rehash that? But I, I do like the rest of the team of the Bears more than the Texans. I think the Texans are missing what two or three people on PEDs. So uh, give me the Bears here. They aren't good, but they actually. You know, they, if they win out nine and seven, maybe gets you in. No, it doesn't. They've lost six straight, (laughs) but I'm going with the bears. That's crazy. They lost six straight. And Steven, I I just want to retell that you were, you know, I think the bears are a pretty good team. I thought they were a pretty good team too. They're five and one. When they're five and one. Yeah. They were winning. They were good at five and one. I yeah, said a terrible five one. The record doesn't represent nothing. There, but I'm picking them this week, so I don't know why I'm trashing them now. I'm going with the Bears. Do Bears? Let me open up one Bears. of these Coors lines. Bing bam. But I, Benny, who you got? I liked them when I was picking them every week, when they were winning. Huh? Benny, um, let's your pick. I got, I got the Texans. Um, yeah. And my reason why is because they almost beat the Colts last week. Bad snap. That's why they lost. Um, and I mean the Bears. They had the lead on a lesser team. Uh, I mean, our probably equal team as the Texans. Uh, but 
they had a lead on the Lions, gave it up. I could see that happening again. Maybe the Bears uh, take an early lead and the Texans, like they seem to do, play some catch-up. And, you know, they explode and all of a sudden they're in the lead. So, give me the Texans. Hot take before you go, Steve. Sean. Nick Foles is the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. It makes no sense. He is a terrible <laughs> quarterback. And I'm happy that they went back worse. to Trubisky. But, worse than uh, Dilfer? He's worse, worse than yeah. Dilfer. Yes, he's worse than Dilfer. Nick Foles had one season where he looked okay. Then he had one playoff run where he looked good. And the rest of his career has been mediocre and bad. And I, he gets hurt all the time. He can't stay healthy. He stinks when he's out there. And he misses every open guy. I do not know what drugs he took to be on fire that playoff run. I will never forget it. It will always piss me off. I've said this story on the podcast before. I will never forget uh, that end of the game where I don't drink hard alcohol except on special occasions. I don't drink it ever anymore unless I go to a bar and it's paid for uh, and I pick the alcohol. So like Grey Goose, that's all I do. So I, nobody wants to buy it for me, obviously. But I will never forget, Sarah bought, my mm. girlfriend bought a bottle of Grey Goose for that Super Bowl. I didn't pop it open until the second half because I was uh, pulling my hair out at the, at the Philly special. And at the end of the game, I had a, I filled about a quarter of my cup with orange juice and the other three quarters was straight up vodka. I, I don't know how many shots uh-huh. But then I went into my closet. I had a walk-in closet in my apartment. <laughs> and I laid down there and just looked in the sky for like four hours. And Sarah came to console me. Oh my god! I said, "You got to go. I can't. I can't. I can't talk right now." And uh, and then the next year they want to go. I don't. That's I what don't, I used to do when I was five and the Seahawks lost. I used to go in another room and cry. Listen, Benny. Well, some people are passionate about being a fan. Okay. Some people are passionate. I'm very passionate about what <laughs> Patriots love. I'm very passionate about it. I've. I almost got in a fight in high school after the loss. I, I like the Patriots. They're the, the lifeline of my life. The greatest moment of my life was the Patriots beating the Man, Seahawks. Man, I can't even imagine how depressed you would have been uh, to have the Seahawks beat the Patriots in that game because I that was personally a emotional roller coaster when they threw that pass to Jermaine Curse that like bobbled all around and he got it on, on the ground. I was jumping up and down, doing like squat jumps for no reason i've said this i've said this before i think on the podcast but i think i've told people i I know i think i've told you both i know i said this to you steven but i remember when that jermaine curse catch happened i was standing up in my house it was me zach medina darian vincent brandon olsen and i think there was one more and tyler schnald that was who was at my house and I was standing up, they were all sitting down and I just like, I had my hands like on my hips and I just looked at them. I was like, are you fucking kidding me again? Because it, remember the last two Super Bowls they were in 2007 and 12, it was once in a generation plays a Tyree catch the Manningham catch, right? Those don't, those are very, very insane plays. Mm-hmm. And it happened again. And I remember when Malcolm Butler picked that ball off, I literally like, I couldn't believe it. I was like bawling my eyes out. I was 18, 18 shots deep at that point. <laughs> so drunk and uh that was the greatest moment of my life my mom and and other people say you know when if you have a kid or get married that'll probably surpass that it won't i know how i react to things i know how i think things through i'd be very happy if i have a kid or, or get married but i'd also be like nothing will top the the dopamine rush the adrenaline that went into my body i didn't feel drunk at that moment i was bawling my eyes out at that victory it was like like malcolm butler at the end of the game where he was crying i was even worse i was more of a wreck i couldn't believe it and then you know we got two more after that six rings feels great uh craziest moments in super bowl history that i think that is the best maybe sports yeah those are two of the best teams ever playing at that level uh yeah I think that was probably the best Patriots team that or the 2000, no, the 2017 was the best, but it's, that was 
the best Super Bowl winning team I think they had. I will say this. I remember back when I was a wee little tot, 11 years old or six or 10 years old and the Giants 2007 Super Bowl. There was, I will never forget the, the Brady pass to Moss at the end of the game where, where they were down. That's the farthest I've ever seen a quarterback throw a football in my life. Watch that after this podcast. You'll say, what the hell? He threw it from the 15 to like the opposing 15. Uh, and Moss was running a three, nine and he just overthrew it by an inch. Like, and that would have been the greatest play in sports history. Nothing would ever top that. That would have been for perfection. And uh, I remember when he didn't catch that, it, it broke my heart, but okay. That's talking too much about the Patriots. We've already talked about that a lot. I love the Patriots. Everybody knows. Uh, Steve, you taking the Texans or the Bears? How about that for a segue? I was about to ask. I was about to ask. I was like, what game are we picking right now? Texans Bears, Steven. Texans Bears. It's always been the Texans uh, Bears. Hey, I just want to say after I the Eagles Nick loss. Cole. Okay, say so what you're saying. Where, where, whoever was at your house and you kicked them out when the Patriots played the Rams, I was the only one who showed up and they won. 100% of uh, Patriots Super Bowl victories when I'm in your house. Out? I kicked somebody out, right? No, I'm just saying there was no one there. It was just me and you. Oh, no, Zach showed up for a little bit. Zach showed up. And he left. Zach showed up for 15 minutes, I swear. And then he left. Yeah. Just randomly. He's like, all right, I got to go. I was like, yeah, that's Zach. Yeah, fuck Zach. <laughs> you, got, you got the Bears? No, I got the Texans. Okay. Sorry yeah. for the long segue. <laughs> very, very. I just need to reiterate my disdain for Nick Foles. I probably am not going to talk about him again. I just cannot believe he won a Super Bowl <laughs> with Doug Peterson, who is looking Ooh. like, you know, what what's he like he's the worst coach to win a super bowl i guess the i guess the combo is brian billick and trent dilfer or nick Foles and doug peterson i guess those are your competition i don't i don't know Foles who and peterson is worse. that's that's who i'm taking too uh next game jets at seattle seattle's almost a two touchdown favorite 13 and a half uh 47 over under I'm going Seahawks here. I cannot believe they lost last game. That's the game. That that game's gonna haunt them if they if they lose. I mean, if they're the fifth seed and then they lose to the Giants again or something, that's a I don't know if it's gonna haunt them, but it's I don't know. That loss makes no sense. It's it's a bad loss. Um I don't expect them to lose again <laughs> to the to the, especially to this Jets team. Uh again, we cannot we cannot re- reiterate it enough. That that game against the Raiders last week was beautiful. I that's poetic. It's one of the most beautiful tank jobs I've ever seen. Trevor Lawrence is gonna is gonna be very upset to go to this Jets franchise, but I uh, I think it's gonna be for for good. So I'm picking Seattle here. I don't think they cover. Saying they cover a two touchdown spread is like saying that I'm gonna make the NFL in a few weeks. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be drafted. Seahawks are gonna cover a two touchdown spread, right? I think those things going hand in hand. Uh, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got the Seahawks. The Jets are 0 12. The Seahawks are 8 and 4. Um, I expect those trends to continue. And I also expect the trend to continue that the Seahawks will not win by two scores or two touchdowns. They could win by two scores. They could win by 10. No backdoor cover. Uh, Steve? Yeah, I got the Seahawks too. Yeah, I can't. No over, under. Oh, is there no did i not give it no i'm saying no, you go go change the seahawks aren't gonna win by by 14 and then pick pick seattle to win and then parlay the under bada bing bada boom there you go Ooh, how about that uh falcons at chargers uh chargers or falcons 
I hope I'm reading this right. Falcons two and a half point favorite over under 49 and a half. I, this is the second largest. Nope. It's not, I'm not going to even say that word. I was going to say second largest over under, but I see a lot more on my screen. Um, I'm going to pick the Falcons. I cannot believe Anthony Lynn is still the coach there for the, for the chargers. I, I cannot believe they did not can him after last week. That 45 zero game is, is, uh, you know, un, unspeakable. Uh, to bring up the Patriots again, you know, another good Patriots moment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Falcons here. Raheem Morris has actually been a really good coach for them so far. Their record shows they've dropped. I mean, they look like trash again against the, against the saints last week, but I'm going to take the Falcons. I think that picking the chargers now is just playing with fire. Give me the Falcons and the spread. Although I'm not, I'm not going to bet this game. I don't think because, I feel like if you're having two teams that are like four or five games under 500 and you're just betting on it, you're asking to lose money. Random. Yeah. It's completely give, me the Falcons here. give me the Falcons here, but uh, I don't know how Lynn wasn't fired after that, uh, that Sunday game. It was, that was probably the biggest, I said this in that, in the last, in the picks and you're like, um, was it bigger than Freddie kitchens and things like that? I was like, I walked it back. I said, no, Freddie's worse than, uh, than Lynn. But I mean, 45-0 to a team that can't th- Cam Newton is can't throw the ball. He spikes it every time he throws it. He's throwing 10-yard spikes, it seems. And they, you know how they're playing. They're just running the ball. And I, I don't know how that happened. Three special teams touchdowns, basically. I don't get it. I don't know how that happened. That's just they had 10 players on a punt return. How's that happen? That's just coaching. So give me the Falcons here. Yeah. Uh I can't believe that that this has happened with the Chargers. Benny? Yeah, this game this game's an absolute coin flip. Um completely random. I would not put any money on it because I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. But I'm gonna take the Falcons. Um Dirty Birds. I really don't know why. Because this game in my mind could go either way. I don't even know how to begin to predict this game because both these teams are so unpredictable. The Falcons, I mean, hey, they they had a good game within the last few weeks, so mm-hmm. I'll take them. <laughs> uh, great explanation, Steven. Yeah, the Chargers are a dumpster fire. I thought about picking on, but super random. You want to see me chug? You, you, know you can pick the Chargers. No, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. Okay, that's. I don't want to. I don't want you to unnecessarily chug. Well, listen, I'm gonna chug anyways. How about that? <laughs> God, I love Cooper's Light. Um, Colts and Raiders. Colts three-point favorites, 51 and a half. I'm not picking this game because I like the Colts. I'm picking this game because I think the Raiders stink. And the beauty of the NFL is the Raiders have beat the Chiefs. They've beat the Saints. And they probably were the team that gave the Chiefs the hardest-fought game outside of the game. They beat them, right? We'd all yeah. agree on that? Yeah, and yet, yeah. They should have lost the Jets, but they tanked. They should have lost. Uh, they did. Didn't they lose the game before that? In the they got uh, blown out by the Falcons. Blown, blown out. Blown out by the Falcons. Yeah, man. What? That's a roller coaster ride in in Las Vegas. Yeah, I can't pick them in good faith. I say the Colts <laughs> go over there. Uh, Philip Rivers is probably going to hit the casinos one of those nights. Uh, and I think they're going to win the He's game. He's going to be dropping alternate alternate curse words at the craps table. Yeah, you know, Philip Rivers is going to be a phenomenal 
play-by-play guy or color. He will. He's going to be great. And I think that this is going to be the new, honestly, what I'm thinking is what's going to happen is it seems like Al Michaels is going to get signed back to ESPN. That's been, that's been a rumor and uh, his contracts up this year with NBC. And I think they're going to go after Peyton Manning first, because that's who they want. That's who everybody wants. And then when he falls through, because I don't know if he wants to do it, they're going to go with Philip Rivers and that'll be your broadcast team. And, and, 2021 Monday Night Football. I think it'll be really good. Um, yeah. But for the game, give me the Colts. I, I think the Colts are actually a pretty good team. I'm rooting. For, either game works for me for as a Patriots fan. Both these teams need to drop some games, so um, can care less. I was. I'll tell you the truth. I was rooting for the Jets last week because I knew I had money on the on the Raiders, but I wanted the Jets to win because I would screw them getting Trevor Lawrence and also help the Patriots if they if they dropped the Raiders game. And that's how I looked at it. I was like, ah, I lose some money on this. Cool. It helps me long term in my in my mental health because I do not want Trevor Lawrence in my division. That's mm-hmm. gonna be tough. So give me the Colts here. I in good faith cannot pick the Raiders after what I've seen from them lately. Yeah, no, they're they're another team. You don't know what to expect. Um I am going to pick the Colts, and I think um, the line's now at three, mm-hmm. and I got it at two and a half, but I'd still take both of those. Um, I think that, I mean, if they win, and I think it'll be at least by a field goal. Um, but, yeah, I think the Colts are, man, they're just a tough team to beat. I feel like they, obviously, I'm not super confident in Philip Rivers. I, I'm confident in him being able to manage the game, you know, and that defense is really good, but, and they've beaten good teams. So I got to go with the Colts and the Raiders have beaten good teams too, but it's, it's, you know, <laughs> the Raiders have the best also, wins in the NFL. It makes no sense. It they also no have, sense. they could have had the worst loss. Yeah. One of the worst. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is why football is, this is why football is the best sport. Yeah. You know? This is why or the NFL is the best, the best league. I I wouldn't say it's amazing. I like I like basketball just as much as football, but I think that the NFL is just un unparalleled in outcomes. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And parody. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Um, Steven, you're going Colts as well. I I believe. Yeah, I'm going Colts too. Just you you know you're getting out of the Colts, but I like to see both old men. Philip Rivers doing good. T.Y. Hilton was doing good last week too. Good week for old men of football. Yeah. Um, Saints at Philly. Philly is going with mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts here, which uh, which therefore makes the worst contract in maybe sports history. It's up there. Carson Wentz is it's up there with the with the Nets. Yeah. And I would say that, um, you know, Carson Wentz's contract doesn't even kick into next year. They didn't they did not need to Ooh. sign him because his rookie deal didn't end. They gave him it a year early. And if you're giving, wow. if you're telling me Carson Wentz is on the market right now, he's probably getting about 15 million a year. If that, if I, I think he'd get that. I mean, he, he was fine. He was good last year and he's an MVP candidate before, but now you're moving on. It seems, I don't know if it's a permanent move on. I'd say this, if you're Jalen Hurts, this is a shitty game to get thrown into the Saints defense is, is a really good defense. Um, yep. Speaking of Frank Wright and the Colts, if any team takes on the Wentz contract, I could see it being the Colts because that is the, that was their key to success in 2016 or 2017. And uh, I like that take. And I think that he'd be good for the Colts. And look at his stats last season, Carson Wentz. I think he had 27 touchdowns, seven picks. He was he was really good. And I he's been the he's been the worst quarterback this year. 
like of, of quarterbacks that we expect to be decent at all. Right. He's been absolutely yeah. garbage fire quarterback, throwing too many picks, getting sacked, uh, fumbling the ball a lot. But um, I think if he wants a career revitalization, he will get a chance. It's he is nobody way worse. Quarterbacks get chance after chance after chance. It seems he, Nick Foles. yeah, Nick Foles is a great example. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know what the future is with them. I think that the line only being seven is pretty wild because I do not trust Jalen Hurts to do well in his first start against one of the top five defenses in the league. Hopefully he does, but I'm going to take the Saints here. Uh, Drew Brees, you know, we, we, we said last or on the Sunday episode, is he going to come back? And I said, no, I don't think so. It looks like he's gonna. I mean, he's not practicing this week, but I guess they're planning for him to practice next week, which probably means he plays. But I think they're gonna back in time for playoffs. Yeah, that's not good for the Saints. We've seen him in his playoff performances of late. They're not that great. So, uh, but I mean, at least with Taysom Hill now, you have a you have a second option. It looks like I'm gonna take the Saints here. Obviously, if Philly wins this game. I actually wouldn't be shocked because that's how the NFL works, but uh, uh-huh. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay away from this game. I'm not betting it. I just think the saints are, you know, one of the, one of the better teams in football. So if they lose to Jalen hurts in his first start, it just again, shows the parody of, of the league. So go, go yeah. with this, uh, Benny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick the saints and uh, I mean, all I, all I really want to say about this game is I'm excited to watch Jalen hurts play and see how he does. You know, I think that, with a test like this right out the gate, I mean, heck, if they come out with a win in this game, it's Jalen Hurts' team 100%. <laughs> and I, I do believe Carson Wentz will get another opportunity, like you said. Uh, he's another guy, like, yeah, he's been bad this year, but he's shown he can be good. And so he – teams will take a chance on him, you know. And I, But I think that it's kind of just like a – it's a situation where, like, a change of scenery is necessary right now and i do want to say on his behalf they have the by far the worst uh or not the worst they have the offensive second, line yeah they have the worst offensive line yeah i think i think skill position players are in the bottom three of healthy ones yeah i, I think i think number one's new england i'm not going to keep talking about them but look at who they have they're throwing to demir bird and, and uh and uh and Jacoby Myers. I don't think either of them were drafted. Uh, and then you have, they don't have a tight end. And then you have the Ravens who have nobody besides Hollywood Brown, who is n- not that great. And then you have, uh, then you have the Eagles. I think those three teams have are very depleted of weapons to throw the ball to, which is, uh, which is part of the problem. There's no separation yeah. that the Philly receivers get, but Wentz, no excuses. He's been awful. Uh, Steven. Yeah, I got the Saints too. I think the Saints defense is going to absolutely shred them. Yeah, it seems like a it seems like a game that is poised for for greatness from the Saints defense. Although, hopefully, the refs are paying attention. Pass interference every single pass. I watch them. I watch them. Uh, Washington. Jalen Hurts logs like no yards. It's all off uh, pass interference. You know, it uh, the I think it was week one. If you look at the stats. Brady threw for like what was it 200 yards, but with the pass interferences, he had like 360. It was it was a ton of yards, <laughs> a ton of yards from pass interference that weren't accredited. To uh, Washington at 49ers, 49ers three point favorites. This game's in Glendale, Arizona. 43 and a half over under. Give me Washington. Alex Smith revenge game. Although I think they've played for a, a couple times since he was in Kansas City. Yeah, uh, revenge games. The revenge game. Every every game's a revenge game when you play against your old team. 
uh, this yeah. right. Uh, Always underdogs. I'm picking Washington for this reason. The 49ers have nothing to play for. Their season's over. Why? Like, they're not making the playoffs if they won out. Nine and seven won't get you in the playoffs. They have seven losses, right? Or six? Yeah. they. St- I mean, they pro- They still believe, right? Probably. If they went out, they think. Yeah, they have seven losses. Nine won't get you in. And here's the thing. Washington, act- Washington and the Giants have good defenses. Their offenses mm-hmm. are leave something left to be desired, but their defenses are solid. I what I saw out of Washington last week against against the Steelers was um was a defense that I thought could could play against anybody, and they looked great. And again, this uh, or not again, but but the Steelers had a ton of drops in that game. But guess what? I ain't judging that. I'm judging what I'm seeing Chase Young do. And you're talking Chase Young is looking like an elite level pass rusher already. The defensive line's good. Benny, you are right. I, I disagreed with you when you said that they had a, a good front seven. I said, ah, it's not that great. Oh, yeah. It's looked really good. Uh, the second talent. Yeah, the secondary is not the best, but um, when you're pressuring the quarterback in two and a half seconds on most snaps, it's, it's hard to be successful. You're telling me Nick Mullins is going to be able to, <laughs> to shred this defense. And I actually think Nick Mullins is fine, but uh, most of what he's doing is because of Shanahan, who's, I think, the third or second best coach. I have it. I, I go – Belichick, Shanahan, McVay, and and McVay and Shanahan are interchangeable. But um, I like Washington. I think this team is this team is playing well, and they actually have a chance to make the playoffs. So I don't know why they would beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, and then go to Glendale against the 49ers, who are clearly not going to make the playoffs, and then just drop a stink bomb. It just doesn't make sense to me. Although yeah, I- very few things make sense to me. So I'm going Washington here. The football team, Alex Smith, you know? Yeah, I'm going to also pick the football team. And we're we were talking about this before. Uh-oh, <laughs> before the podcast. Uh, I was telling, you know, this is one thing I brought up. I was like, I'm surprised that this, that the Niners are favored. Uh, good point. I think that the defensive line for uh, football team is going to be getting after uh, Nick Mullins. Also, I think this is just like, it's just like the disaster season for the 49ers, which mm-hmm. five and seven, five and seven is not terrible for a disaster season, right? Like they've lost so many guys to injury and now they can't even like stay at their own houses. They, they got to stay in uh, Arizona. They got to find new houses, you know, or stay in a hotel, whatever they're doing. Um, I think that it's a, uh, it's just like a disaster year and it would be easy for them to just throw in the towel on the season, you know? And if, if this is, if they lose here, then it's over. Their season's over. So, um give me a football team yes sir we chug in steven or are you picking the football team as well no i'm picking the football team as well we kind of talked about this before the game but what that's impressive we all three picked an underdog (laughs) i well yeah i mean get your bets in no yeah i think the 49ers i don't know why they're so heavily favored i understood the 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 Bills game because so much money was going towards the Bills in the beginning, so they had to like mix around the line so that they could get more money towards the 49ers, but it just backfired on them. Yeah, okay. All three of us are on Washington. Washington and the Giants are fine teams, they're average teams, good defenses, bad offenses. Uh, but this is a team that these are teams that can win in December. That's like a good recipe for success in, in December. I don't know if Wayne Gallman in uh new york is 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 the answer alfred morris but uh i do like gibson if he plays in this game and i think that uh i think that they have i think terry mclaurin is is 
I don't know where I'd bring very him. Very underrated. Yeah, he's very underrated. And uh, yeah. Alex Smith has been good. And he also, by the way, won the award that I said he shouldn't win if if, if the Steelers go 16-0. But he probably won comeback player of the year last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, two more games to go. Steelers-Bills Sunday Night Football. Steelers lost last week to Washington. The Bills won last week against the 49ers. Eh, how about that? A little switcheroo. They're playing each other. Uh, Two-and-a-half-point favorite. At home against the 11 and one Steelers, 47 and a half over under. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going to, that Josh Allen game last week, 32 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns, zero picks. That's one of the best games of the season for a quarterback. And Brian DeBall, who I was, who I, I don't think I've said it on the pod, but maybe I, maybe I have. I, I, I ignorantly stated that he's kind of overrated as the offensive coordinator. I wouldn't hire him. Well, guess what? He's going to be a head coach in the league next year for a team. Well-deserved. He was scheming receivers open uh, against a very good 49ers defense, uh, defensive scheme. And uh, Sala is going to be a head coach too next year, probably. And he was, he completely outcoached the 49ers defense. And I think that's a recipe for success. Give me the bills here. Josh Allen is, is uh, he's been, if you had to redraft that class, are you taking – these are the quarterbacks you could take. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen. I think I'm taking Josh Allen first over over Lamar. I think it's – you're splitting hairs, but I think – I mean, it's hard to say because Lamar had an all-time great season last year. But Josh Allen looks yeah. like – it. I mean, I think that's 1A, 1B, right? Is that fair to say? I think Josh Allen has been a, has been a, a very good quarterback this year. And I think that I think I I think you could easily take Josh Allen one and Lamar two because I I feel like Josh Allen's progressed. You know he's making like a steady progression every year. Yeah, where I'd rather I'd rather get that than like one one historic season. Yeah, Lamar's problem is he's still not. We we'll talk about that in a sec. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills. Uh, I think they win this game. I think that I'm surprised that they're favored by two and a half. I think this would be a pick them. I mean the Steelers are eleven and. 11 and one and yeah. you know they've they've looked like a they have a pretty good recipe to win but they cannot run the ball and i don't know if james connor will be back i don't know if that helps but i know that their problem is they have a very bad running attack which uh if that doesn't get fixed they're not going to come out of the afc for sure okay benny Bills, steelers who you got um give me the steelers and Ooh, steel curtain yeah the steel curtain my reasoning is I mean they're 11 and one uh they were you know I, we, I think we all knew they weren't gonna go 16 and no they would drop one eventually uh we might have eyeballed this game as one they could have dropped but I don't know I think they a bounce back game is in the um in the cards for the Stur- uh almost at the Sterlings the Steelers yeah, Sterlings. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Sterlings good team so, yeah give me the Steelers Bills look good though last week uh, by the way, Stephen, before you do your thing, I I, uh, I I looked it up how the Chiefs get the one seed. If the Steelers and Chiefs both went out, the Steelers stay the one seed. That's the the game against Washington was the one game they could have dropped that didn't matter to the seeding. So, for example, if they would have lost, if they would have won against Washington, lost to the Bills or lose to the Bills this week, Chiefs are the one seed. So, uh, it goes common, it goes head to head common opponent, and since KC doesn't play Washington. And then conference record. So, yeah, that Washington game meant nothing. The Steelers are still the one seed. But, they, they you know, it's going to be 
15, two 15 and ones or 15 and one, 14 and two, or something like that team that gets, that gets the one mm-hmm. seed. So sorry. I just, sorry to interrupt. Steven, you go Steelers bills. I got the bills too. Buffalo. Buffalo bill. Hell of a guy. Okay. You want to say any reason for that? Or you just, you just, uh, nah, just like Josh Allen and Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs look amazing. And, uh, their two running backs look pretty good too. So I like them. And their defense is pretty backs? underrated too. Can you name, their, can you name huh? their two running backs? Yeah, yeah. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Good job. Honestly, that's I didn't want to name both. I didn't want to name both of them. I just rather say two. Can you name two Jets running backs? Uh, uh, Johnson think... and Frank Gore. Who's the first Tyler one? Johnson, right? Oh Tyler Johnson. I was gonna say LaMichael, LaMichael P. Ryan and Frank Gore. Okay, I, I knew Frank Gore. Frank Gore. I don't know if I can name another one. Can you name two Falcons? <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. We, uh, we, Falcons. We Brian. Uh, okay, Brian Hill and Todd Gurley. We Tom don't need Gurley. to play this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna start naming random teams. Can you name? Okay, how about this? Want to want to challenge? Can two you? Two Dolphins name, running backs. No, that's too hard. Two no two J, Jaguars running backs. James Robinson and uh Divine Azigbo or something. Uh okay, I, I think we're making up words at this point. Uh no, let's that's, that's a guy. Divine Azigbo? Yeah. Oh, actually, Chris Thompson. Yeah, he's their uh, pass catcher. Uh, that doesn't count. Pass yeah, catcher, not running back, but he's receiver in the backfield. Uh Ravens and <laughs> Ravens and Browns. Uh the Ravens are one. Uh, Gus Edwards, <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> yeah, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Uh, we got Ernest Johnson. Yeah, Ernest. That's a great name. Uh, Ravens and Browns. Ravens are one point favorites, 45 and a half over under. Ravens are one point favorites. They're telling me this. The Brownies just got the best win of their of this of the uh, the millennium, I'd say. Beating the Titans like Look that. Look at the last time they played. Look at the last time they played. Yeah, guess what? Spilled milk. The Ravens Spilled blew milk. them out. Build milk. That's all I gotta say. Um, I think the Browns have the formula to win, to go deep into games and win. I think that this is the way you win. Uh, if your quarterback isn't an elite talent, I think Baker is actually really good. Uh, better than what, better than what we clown on him as. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's gonna get a second contract, well deservingly. And his thing is, he can manage a game really well. He's good for one mistake a game, usually. That's not great, but that's not terrible. One mistake a game, I'll take it. And they run the ball a lot, and if you if you stack the box, he's shown that he can beat you with his arm. Give me the Browns. I like what the Ravens look like against the Cowboys, but I think that was obvious. The Cowboys can't stop a, can't stop the run at all, and the Ravens are, you know, an elite rushing team even if their stats are way worse than last season they're still going to run the ball down people's throat if they allow it, which is what the Cowboys did. Um, the Browns are a good rush defensive team. And I think Miles Garrett is either the best defensive lineman or second best after, after Aaron Donald, probably second best. I don't want to disrespect Aaron Donald. He's welcome on the pod anytime. So is Miles Garrett, by the way. Uh, come on the pod. Steven, are you doing uh, outreach for us yet? Or is that Benny's job now? Is Benny officially the outreach guy? Yeah. Benny, Benny, how's it going? Cast the blame. Cast oh, the Benny, blame. Benny, how's it going? Getting us, uh, getting us, uh, you know, the rookie. You know, rookie. Vladimir? Yeah, oh, him, oh. I don't want Ludd anymore. He's no longer relevant, sadly. He's out uh, <laughs> here. I have not sent a DM 
So okay, well, Kyle Lewis needs to get on the pod. Uh, okay, I'm taking the Browns here. Sole reason, like how Baker and their team's playing, it'd be foolish to say that they're not a, a good team at this point. Nine and three, nine and three. They're a good team. Uh, yeah, many- they're a good team. They're a good team. But for me, this is a this is a big brother, little brother game. You know, it's like the Ravens are the big brother, the Browns are the little brother, and uh, I think the big brother is just gonna kick the little brother's ass again. So maybe, maybe one day, maybe one, maybe one day the Browns will, will get them. But I don't think it's this week. And you know, you talked about like having an elite talent as quarterback, and Baker Mayfield's not that. Well, okay, maybe Lamar Jackson hasn't had a great year, but he's still an elite talent. They won the freaking MVP last year, and you know, he had a really good landslide. I think the problem with Lamar, the one problem with Lamar is he's not good at throwing outside of the. He's good at throwing in the midfield. He can't throw out the numbers, and that was the problem with him coming out of college, and it's been the problem with so far in his NFL career. He's got such elite arm talent; it makes no sense why he can't do that. And as I said with uh, as I said with the with Philly. The Ravens really have a bad supporting cast around them outside of the outside of the backfield, right? And the offensive line was great, but they they've been destroyed by injuries more more so than most offensive lines. It's just the receivers aren't that good. The receivers are really, I think Hollywood Brown is probably a three on most teams, right? He's not a one. And then Duvernay and Dez and whoever else they have. I don't know if Dez is going to play again. He said he's retiring. Basically, I hope I hope not. But uh, uh. I don't like the I don't like the supporting cast, but yeah, Lamar's an elite talent. I don't think that's what me and Steven were saying. It was just that Josh Allen has progressed to be, you know, this guy, the guy. He's progressed to be the guy. Uh, Steven, Ravens, Browns. Uh, I like the Browns too in this matchup. They're playing a little better. I like their defense way, way, way better. So, I think the Browns are actually going to win this game. Little, little brother just hit a growth spurt. He's now six four. Oh, destroy. John, John Elway looking to sign him? John Elway's like, who is that? And can he play quarterback? <laughs> John Elway would love Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if he was 6'4". Yeah, he's not tall enough, but he'd love him. Uh, okay. He'd learn to love him. Podcast parlay of the week, and we'll get uh, we'll get going here. Okay, my leg is going to be the Bucks minus six and a half. Rationale is what, we basically, what I basically explained. I think to beat the Bucks or for the, for the Vikings to make this game close, Dalvin Cook needs to have a big game. I trust the Bucks defense more than I trust uh, more than I trust Dalvin Cook having a big game. And I think at, at the end of it, you're going Tom Brady versus Kirk Cousins in a must-win game for both teams. Likely, not more, not a must-win game for the Bucks, but you want to solidify your playoff spot. So I I, I throw it on the board as a must-win game. Give me the Bucks six and a half. Uh, let's get it. Colts minus three. Whose pick is that? Steven. That's mine. Okay, Steven, explain. Uh, I just like the Colts, and I think they're definitely going to win by more than three. I think they win by a touchdown, so I think minus three is a, a give me for that kind of spread. I concur. Agreed. And, Benny, you have Jets. You're moving the line from 13.5 to 14. Barely moves yep. the odds, but not badly. Jets plus 14 against the Seahawks. Explain. Yep. Seahawks uh, don't win games by two touchdowns. Uh, that's all you have to hear honestly yeah for the last couple years so um uh honestly i don't think this parlay is gonna hit because one of these is gonna go wrong either it's i think it's it's the jets get blown out 
because we talk shit about the Seahawks not beating teams by two touchdowns, or it's a close game between the Buccaneers and the Vikings. I'll say this for your for your pick, for your one. The Seahawks have won their biggest margin of victory was 13 this year, week one. I don't know how this is a four or 13 and a half point margin, 13 and a half point spread when they just don't beat teams like that. Yeah. That's not how they play. Now, again, wouldn't be surprised if they blow them out. So uh, I agree with yeah. you. I think, I think these are, I think this is a good par- a parlay. I think this is a good one. We, we won two of these so far or three, right? Two or three. Steve, you, you have the numbers. Two, I believe it's two. Okay. Two, but these yeah, odds are great. Uh, I've bet. I have bet every single one, and at least I've won two of them. Okay, well, honestly, I'm I'm gonna bet this one tonight, and uh, I'm I'm actually gonna do this one. So, to reiterate, Bucks minus six and a half, Colts minus three, Jets plus fourteen. The odds on that, the measly plus five seventy. How about that? Five seventy. You bet a hundred. Nice odds. Me back. Uh, I suggest everybody puts money on this. I like it. I think this is a good line. I like it. I I agree, Benny, with you. You know, maybe the Bucks don't pull it out by six and a half. You could move it to six. <laughs> six and six and one quarter, maybe. You could Definitely. move it to six for you could move it to six for a little less money. A little less. Uh, I think it's probably still plus five hundred, I'd assume, if you do that. But I like it. I think or it, you I, can just or you can just do money line and you're like at plus like three eighty. Yeah, if you money line the Bucks. Yeah, then guess what happens? Then the Bucks won by seven, and the Jets. <laughs> then the the Jets. <laughs> the Jets lose, lose, lose by, by twenty. Jets, Jets win. Jets win outright. Well, that'd be good for our podcast. That'd be good for the parlay. It would. It would. You're right. Want to bet the Jets? Yeah, because it's plus fourteen. No. <laughs> I'll put that in the parlay. Okay. Well, thank you, boys. We will be back on Sunday night to give you the overview of the week. And I think next Sunday is when we're going to do our basketball preview. So be ready to study up, boys. Over-unders are available on our side for wins for some of the teams. Looking juicy. Benny, you are one of the ugliest people ever. I'm going to – I have the videos of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screenshot your face in one of these, and that's going to be uh, my, new, my new Instagram picture. So thank you, Benny. Thank you, boys. Talk to you, talk to you later. Peace.